0: Hush Money is a production of iHeartRadio.
1: This is Hush Money, a show about all the money subjects you're too uncomfortable to talk about.
0: But we're not. I'm Nicole Lappin, money expert and author of books Rich Bitch and Boss Bitch.
1: And I'm Jason Pfeiffer, editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine
0: and we believe if you don't talk about money you're never going to make
1: any of it so let's start talking each episode Nicole and I will debate a tricky question about money and then bring in a celebrity judge to decide who's right so let's get uncomfortable hey Nicole hey
0: Jason do you drink
1: coffee
0: <laughs> better question is like how many cups do you drink
1: before noon? And the answer is probably like three or four cups. Imagine you walk into a Starbucks.
0: hmm happens all the time. Right. Yes.
1: And you buy a coffee. Yes. Familiar with that. Yes. And it comes out to $4.99. Mm-hmm. All right. So you pay with a $5 bill and then the barista hands you a penny as change. Mm-hmm. Got it? Yeah. What do you do with the penny? Do you leave it as a tip?
0: I wouldn't say give me a penny, please. Who does that? It's
1: your penny. Would you leave <laughs> the penny as a tip? Yes or I would no? I
0: say like... Don't worry about it. I, and also I don't carry cash.
1: Oh my God. All right. I listen, I talked to Alyssa Williams. She's a shift manager at a Starbucks in Massachusetts. And she had a daily morning customer huh. who'd come in and this exact problem would repeat itself every day. And every day the customer pocketed the penny.
2: I totally judged her every day. She would come in, her drink was four She'd pay with a $5 bill, walked away with that penny every day. And I remember thinking like, Three dollars and sixty five cents for every day of the year. Like she can't tip me three dollars and sixty-five cents a year.
1: So this is really interesting because I thought that a penny as a tip would be an insult, but to Alyssa it was just the thought that counted. Like she I agree. she wanted some gesture of kindness from I agree the
0: woman. With her. Yeah. Lady is not nice.
1: Because pennies become dollars. It was like you see me at five o'clock
2: every morning, I'm probably the first person you've seen, and you can't give me that penny.
1: Okay, so Alyssa and I talked about tipping at Starbucks. I learned a few other really interesting things that I Ooh, want to share with you. Yes. All right, so first of all, here's how it works. Each store will pool all the tips that they get for a week. They, like, literally just take the change and, they like, put it in the back. And then they divide that money up by the number of hours that everyone there worked. And so Alyssa said that it's common for a week's worth of tips for the entire store to be, like, $600. What?
0: I expected a 10 more you mean from like the little box for, for and- everybody
1: yeah yeah like an okay. entire week's worth oh, of wow. customers putting their tips in the jar Equals out to $600.
0: I'm surprised. Yeah. Okay,
1: I would expect more. Right. And because, you know, when you divide up that number by everyone's hours, everyone gets, like, basically just a few bucks. Like, she said that $1.50 an hour was a pretty common tip for everyone to even out with. And and here's what I also found super interesting. So, Alyssa has managed a store in an affluent town, and she's also managed one in a blue-collar town. And she said that the tips in the blue-collar town were almost double what the affluent people paid.
2: It seemed that when you are in a blue collar area, say, where people tend, there's more people that tend to work for tips, they just tip more because they get it. So if you're in a more affluent area where people aren't necessarily working for tips, they're not really going to think to
0: tip. It's always crazy to me when like super rich people are cheap AF. Like, it's so upsetting. I know. But I'm not surprised. But
1: that must be daily life for anybody who's serving rich people. But there are all sorts of surveys that I found out there about which types of people tip best. And this thing that Alyssa was seeing is not always replicated. Sometimes it's actually the wealthier people who tip better. But so, Nicole, I rounded up some data. Of course you did. Of course I did. I love some data. Do you want to take guesses about which kind of people tip better? Yeah. Okay. All right. So this comes from a 2017 survey by CreditCards.com, which was pretty much like every news outlet wrote about this when they came out with this thing. First one, who tips better, men or women? Women. Men. Really? Yeah. Southerners or Northeasterners? Uh, Southerners? Northeasterners. Really? Yes. Republicans huh. or Democrats? Democrats. Republicans.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I am like three. valedictorian, and I am sucking at this test. All right.
1: Let's see. Let's see if you can... Uh, pull at least one score here. (laughs) Millennials or baby boomers? Millennials. Baby boomers. What? Yes. Oh, for four.
0: Wow. That's amazing. I'm surprised. I just would think like women would be, you know, I tip a lot. I would just say like women are more nurturing. I don't know. I think Southerners are nurturing.
1: That was really great because it just goes to show, I think, how challenging tipping is for everybody. We don't know what to tip. We don't know whether it's appropriate to tip. And I think that it's hard to even expect what your neighbor is tipping. And so that is what we're going to talk about today. Ooh, let's do it. Okay, Nicole, so tipping is a big subject. I think we need to break this down into two things. Number one, should tipping be included? Hmm. And then number two, when it's not included, how much do you tip? Or sometimes, do you tip at all?
0: I think because I know you so well now, I think you're just, you have general anxiety, true or false, over tipping.
1: I hate tipping. I, I hate knew that. tipping. Of but, course you do. I love tipping. But that means I cannot... Imagine why you love tipping. Why do you love tipping? Because
0: I love being super generous, and I think that money follows the same law of attraction. If you want to bring in more money, you have to put more money out there. So More money will ultimately come back (laughs) to you, even at those times when you feel broke. Being generous just brings good energy and juju back to you. I know that sounds really woo-woo. Yeah. I'm into it. See,
1: I don't need a weird yoga class every time that I go out to eat at a restaurant. I don't need to be thinking about juju and energy. I just want... The price. Right. I want people to be paid well. Right. So I'm not I'm not saying that I don't want to tip people like I don't like to. So you're not an, an asshole, the money. But you want right. it
0: to be included. Just
1: tell me what the price is. Either pay your people well enough that you don't have to do like a whole tipping thing or just add sure. the tip on the bill. Charge me whatever it is. Tell me what the price is. Okay, But
0: here's my problem with that. Like I am a big tipper. And so. Oh, yeah. Big spender. <laughs>
1: <And> <laughs> yeah, right.
0: so, like when they do fifteen arbitrarily, uh-huh. right? So if it's a big party at a restaurant yeah. or whatever, and they say gratuity is included, sometimes they put fifteen percent, right? But there's sometimes always a line. 18%. If you
1: want, you could tip more, I guess. Yeah,
0: and it would tip at least twenty percent. And mm-hmm. if they're putting less, that's kind of a dick. Move. I guess
1: that's the employer's problem. I feel like I do not want to be forced to make some kind of financial judgment. Upon every interaction that I have, if I sit at a restaurant and somebody comes and they serve me the food, then thank you, please. you're judging. Yeah, I don't want to judge them. Just tell me what it costs. Why do I have to judge you?
0: What if they are really bad? Would you not tip?
1: No, I'd still tip.
0: But not as much?
1: No, I I, I think you tip I tip exactly the same. I think no I tip. Yeah, is. I mean, like maybe I usually tip twenty percent. Maybe I would round down instead of up. You know, like sometimes you round, and maybe the person got twenty one percent. Maybe they get nineteen percent. But like, I no, I largely I pay the same. Yeah, thing. I
0: imagine you like pulling out your calculator <laughs> at dinner. But what if somebody did a super super awesome job? They went way out of their way. Like one time, I had a woman go get almond milk for me because they didn't yeah. have it there. Does she get the same twenty percent?
1: Uh, let me be clear that I'm not trying to be cheap. I just can't stand that I'm being forced to make this judgment because the restaurant isn't paying their staff enough. Like, why are you outsourcing this judgment to me? But wait, so I have paid people more if they did something. Generally, if they did something that saved me money, Mm. you know what I mean? Like if somebody was like, you know, that second round is on me. I'd be like, oh, thanks. And then i basically pay for the second round, but in their tip. In their tip. Yeah, I
0: get that. But you feel more comfortable in, like, a club mad situation or, like, an all-inclusive or, like, in Europe where it's not a thing.
1: I love that. To me, buying a car, we all can agree, is, like, the worst experience, right? You walk into the dealership. You don't know what the actual value is of the thing that you're buying. And then instead, you get this freaking song and dance where you always walk out feeling like you were ripped off, and everybody just wants the price just tell me what the car costs and i'll pay what the car costs instead of this goddamn song and dance so what i'm saying is that that experience is everywhere every time that i go to a restaurant that experience is being presented to me. Just tell me what it costs.
0: I think what you're saying is that employers should just pay their people more. Yes. And so they should include, what, 20 percent more?
1: If I could wave my magic wand, then everybody who works in any industry where they would be tipped would get whatever the fair living wage is for for that profession and there would be no tipping. Okay.
0: But then that's the bigger question. Like how much is a fair amount in different industries? So like, give me your standard across the board. I'll tell you what generally I do. Yeah.
1: Let's go one by one. So food. Okay. What do you do? I do 20%. Okay. If if I'm sitting at at the restaurant, what do you do if you call the restaurant and you say, I'm going to run down and I'm going to pick up the food? I tip. You tip? Yeah. But what are you tipping at that point? I don't tip. At all? Well, no, because the tip is for service and there's no service.
0: I feel awkward if I just sign the actual amount. I don't think I do 20%. What do you tip? Uh, Give me me an example. Okay.
1: So there's this sushi place around the corner from my apartment and we we order from it all the time. So we call the sushi place and then I just like walk around the corner and I walk in and I go to the counter and I pay and I leave and I take the sushi. So I never engage with a waiter. Right, I, I don't. There's no service involved, except I guess the people who made the food. But I don't think they're the ones getting tipped in the first place.
0: No, they in some places in they some are places. Yeah, I guess I don't. So know. like, if it's I don't know how much your
1: sushi is. It's pretty cheap. So We're what, going like to twenty five bucks. Che- We're going to the super cheap sushi Less place. Less than twenty five. Like bucks? it's like so cheap that I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it's not the food That's that they say. Gross. Like, I know you don't want
0: to skimp on sushi. I, <laughs> I keep telling thing. my wife
1: this, and yet she wants to order the cheap sushi. So How much is the whole shebang? Oh, like yeah, twenty bucks.
0: Okay, fine. So let's say it's like $17. She's like, I don't, I don't think I would eat that sushi, but
1: I'm still here. Like, it was
0: like $17.38. I would just put 20 and call it a day. So what do you normally tip for delivery?
1: We tip like four to five bucks. What?
0: So it's not a percentage?
1: No. Oh my God. You tip a percentage? Wait a second. This is like the Thai restaurant down the street. There's like a guy sure. who just like biked over with a bag and handed it to me.
0: But what about like when you're getting your car from Valet?
1: Oh yeah, so this also, is a funny one. Also, you don't one. really have
0: cash. The problem is sometimes I, so I'll address it. Wait,
1: you're which, gonna address it with the person? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Instead
0: of just looking at your shoes and like not acknowledging that you're not giving money, or when there's a hotel situation where somebody's bringing like a box. Oh, I've to done me.
1: this. I've done this, and you don't have any cash. Yeah, I'm like, and you're like, I would like to tip you
0: exactly. But that's like an uncomfortable conversation. But it's I, better to acknowledge it. Than, I agree with that. Than to just look at your shoes and. Yeah. Pretend like nothing happened. No, I totally agree the situation. As I have possible.
1: I have said, listen, I don't have any cash on me, but I want to find you later and mm. I will give you money. But do you actually do that? Yes, I did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to tell somebody I'm going to give you money and like, not do carry it. carry
0: squares like or I could Venmo them. I just don't carry cash. I think I'm going to start asking people that. I'm going to say to ballets and to the bellman like, hey, you know what? I don't have cash. Like, I really want to give you money. Do you have? do you have venmo or do you have like what what's wrong with
1: that (laughs) no i guess nothing's wrong with it it's just welcome to it's just a weird new world have you ever heard of anyone doing that
0: no but i'm i'm gonna start the trend i'm starting this trend. it's gonna
1: happen (laughs) do you have venmo i would like to tip you you know um would you use (laughs) would you use a question yeah no do you carry cash
0: yeah. I literally look in my wallet right this instant. Yeah, let's see and Let's see what we zero have. Cash. Pull, up,
1: pull out, your, pull have out like your wallet. What do you got? I have like 45 credit cards. You do have You have an have, enormous wallet.
0: And I have no cash. I have. Zero cash.
1: 20, 40, 60, 80, oh my God. 90, $3 on me. I have $93 I on have me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need some tip money for a lighter. <laughs> really.
1: Just Venmo them.
0: Yeah, I'm going to do that. Or have a, have a square reader.
1: Yeah, have a square reader.
0: Just right. Plug I would it totally into your do phone.
1: That. Right. Right. Um, uh, question. Do you tip the Uber driver? Yeah. So when the when the app says, would you like to add money to this fare? You yeah. say yes.
0: Yeah. So I'll tip. You don't tip the Uber driver?
1: I tip if it's a, like a long ride. Mm. You know, but you would
0: tip in a cab. Yeah. And so you think the fares are just.
1: Because I think that Uber is calculating some kind of tip into the fare. When they first launched, they did not have an option for tipping. And then the drivers were all upset, and so they advocated for it, and so they eventually put it in there. But I think that that trained everybody to think, and it trained me to think, that there is some kind of tipping calculated into the cost of the fare to begin with, and that the tip is like a tip on top of that.
0: What about uh, housekeepers at the hotel?
1: I often check in and think... I need to tip the housekeeper and then I will admit to you my intention is to tip the housekeeper and I'd say 50% of the time I leave and totally forget to do it because, there, because there's no person in front of you you know and so um and so I just I just I forget to do it and I was just reading a story about how very infrequently those people get tipped which sucks so I'm trying to remember more but I would rather the hotel just yeah. add five bucks onto the Fair, the fair, whatever the hotel cost is, and just give that money to the house. Or like
0: an option when you check out.
1: Yeah, an option when you check out would be awesome. All right. I think that it's time to bring in our actual expert who actually knows what is appropriate and what is not. Brian Kelly was once just a guy. He was has a boring job guy. He was looking for a new career guy. And as it so happened, he was also really really good at making the most of airline miles and credit card points. He was, you might say, the points guy. So Brian created a blog to share his advice, which became a company. And now the Points Guy has 40 staffers and serves millions of people each month with all the best ways to maximize their miles and points. And he has a podcast called Talking Points. And so, Brian, first of all, thank you for being here. And did you earn any miles on the way
3: over to the studio today? I I absolutely did. I used Uber and I earned triple points. Boom.
0: Boom. He's the Uber Points Guy now.
3: So, Brian. You're here because you're surely one
1: of the most well-traveled guys out there, which means you must constantly be in situations where you need to tip someone. And our question of the day is, should tipping be included? Nicole says she loves tipping because she likes rewarding people for good work and generally spreading generosity. I say no, tipping is a terrible custom. It forces customers to pass judgment on every worker they come across, and I'd rather the cost of service just be built into whatever it is I'm buying. But Brian, the one tip we will both accept is your good judgment, so it's time to decide who is right, me or Nicole.
3: You know, I think in an ideal world, tipping should be included in the cost of service, especially as we go more cashless. Yeah. I'm always stressed out. Do I have enough cash? Um, and we're building the ideal world here. But and we don't
0: bu- live in an ideal world. So if
3: we're building the ideal world, people who serve us, who clean our hotel rooms, will be paid a living wage. Unfortunately, our world is not like that. So I am a tipper as much as it pains me because I like to earn points for everything on my credit card. Um, but uh, You should get
1: more points for
3: the tip. Well, the thing is, you know, when we think about the points guy and and the advice we give, it's all about getting the best experience possible. And actually tipping is a part of that. So even if you don't earn, you know, five points or whatever for giving a $5 tip, but I've had amazing, you know, there was the old adage in Vegas, you give someone a $20 bill or a hundred and they'll hook you up a lot. And I know people who do this, you know, uh, even uh, airline employees who give a Toblerone to a gate agent, and they've gotten amazing upgrades to business class. And, and Toblerone. Wait, yeah. is that that chocolate? Yeah, it's like the chocolate in every duty free. And right. it's, it's, it's like fancy chocolate. But I have a flight attendant friend for a major airline. He's like, you would not believe, it. even if you don't get business class, you know, because those gate agents who you're not supposed to tip cash, they, none of them would accept it, but they're used to just being berated all day. And he's like, just a simple, hey, here's this. I'm going on the flight. I know it's packed. What can you do for me? He And he swears by it.
1: That's brilliant wow. the underground chocolate economy. I didn't know that was a it thing exists. okay let let's go through uh scenarios. I want to know if you tip uh so you you order you
3: called a restaurant, you go, you picked up the food, you bring it home. do you tip? I tip like five bucks like depending on how much it is, like if it's like a eighty dollar order, I'll just give like five bucks or something because those people often do work on tips I agree I'm the jerk.
1: <laughs> what about? Um, do you remember? Be honest. Every single time,
3: do you tip the cleaning service at the hotel? I don't because sometimes, and I, I hate this is where I beat myself up. I'll be like, oh, and but I, I'm going to miss my flight. I can't go. So, but I do believe in karma and overall. So the next time, I'll give like an extra tip to the next housekeeper. Another area I mess up is with housekeeping. You should tip every day because if you just, I for years I would just wait till the end of the stay. Oh, yeah, that's what I always do. But it really kind of disadvantages the people that work maybe Monday through Friday if you're Mm. always checking out on weekends. So it's best to just give a small tip every day, leave it on your bedside or put it in a little envelope saying, thank you. You would be shocked, you know, how people will go above and beyond. I I have had, you know, the hotels that where they actually arrange all of my wires and they give me extra Nespresso pods. So I do believe that like putting a little bit out there gives you good travel karma. And come on, you're, you're helping people.
0: And how much should you leave?
3: I think $5 a day for like a standard hotel room is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're in a suite or super luxury hotel or have a lot of requests or, you know, have kids and you're using a million towels and it's um, because housekeepers have a certain amount of time to clean every room. So if when you make a mess, like you are really screwing them over. So mm-hmm. if you have a huge mess, had people over, there's bottles, like you should be giving a little bit more. When you think about several hundred dollar hotel room, you know, five bucks a day is not really that much when you think about it. So, you know, you're feeling... Flush 10 bucks, or if you're in a big suite, give 20 bucks a day and just, you know, reap the rewards of that karma.
1: Okay, here's another one. Do you tip the Uber driver?
3: I don't think you necessarily have to. I do, um, although it is crazy when Uber started doing that, because I take Uber Black and a lot of, I'm six foot seven, so I'll splurge on an SUV. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it would start at 10%, but meanwhile, I'm like, that's a huge tip for like, you know, $40, like 20 minute ride. So I but I will try to do like, you know, one to three dollars on top of but sometimes a little bit more. And actually, when I do ground links to the to JFK, which is actually cheaper than Uber and more reliable, I'll give the drivers 20 bucks because as I get out at the airport, I give a driver 20 bucks. They are so appreciative. And then I just like walking into the airport. It's such a zone of like despair often. Like <laughs> I feel like getting that good karma, you know, is is good on the beginning of a long trip. Yeah. Juju. Yeah. You know what's
1: interesting about these subjects is that some of these tips are not designed, I don't want to say designed, but they lead to better service. And then there are other tips that can't because you're tipping for a one-time service and you're like like the Uber driver, you're never going to meet that person again.
3: There's a different payoff. Yeah, but I think, you know, I recently interviewed Danny Meyer who runs, you know, the Union Square Hospitality Group and he famously stopped tipping at his restaurants and he actually gives all of his waiters – and managers profit sharing from the whole restaurant. And it's really interesting. And it's worked out well for him. But, you know, because basically what you do is, you know, if, with Europeans and Japanese clients at his restaurants wouldn't tip at all. So then p- his employees were getting damaged by cultural misunderstandings. Oh. So I think this whole, and why I agree with you in the beginning is that like, Culturally, it's just a sensitive issue and it will never change. So, like, why let frontline people pay them a horrible and then hope that other cultures understand that you do need to tip so that that person can pay their New York City rent? I mean, it always boggles my mind, like how restaurant employees, you know, those frontline people live in cities like New York on such a, you know, under minimum wage. So,
1: yeah. And also, I mean, we don't have to go as far as like people coming over from Japan where there's not a culture of tipping. In America, different people from different backgrounds have different tipping practices. Yep. And so when you pay your employees like crap and then just assume that the customer is going to pick it up, you're actually just leaving them to the whims of this this randomness.
3: So, yeah, I mean, I think in an ideal world, we pay for the the cost, you know, of, of what we want, of, of that service should be built in. And people should, I mean, I think all people should be paid a living wage. I, you know, especially hotel housekeeping, um, those people The stuff they have to deal with and what they get paid. Of course, then people say, if you tip them, then why aren't you tipping first responders and policemen and all these other people? But I think, in general, yeah, people should be paid well. But living in a capitalist society, that's not always the number one priority of every major corporation,
0: unfortunately. Yeah, Jason, they have to clean up your shit and your kids' shit, and (laughs) well, hopefully not
3: my actual shit. (laughs)
0: No, but like kids are messy. Because they are sometimes clean up my kids' actual
3: shit. (laughs) That
0: is true. (laughs) But what about the valet guy?
3: Valets, you know, I always tip. You know, they're hardworking too. I tip them five bucks usually. It used to be like two or three dollars. I don't know if I have a five dollar, but it's it's hard now um, with carrying cash and always having small bills. But you know, I think it's it's a nice thing. But once in a while, I don't have money for a valet, and you know, just say thank you. Sorry, I don't have cash. And as they like, you know, mutter curses yeah. under their breath. So I had. I'm curious what you guys think of this.
1: Our air conditioner was broken for all of July, which was eight. 18- terrible experience we were like sweltering we had to move to a neighbor's apartment at one point anyway this guy this surge nice guy he he had to come back like five times to fix this thing because he'd come back and the part wouldn't be right he'd order another part and it wouldn't be right anyway he was just he was he was there a lot and at the very end he uh he gave me the bill and i didn't know what to do because do you tip this person and i i googled it ahead of time and whatever website I found said no, because they are a skilled mm-hmm. service provider or something. And it's like, you don't tip your doctor. You don't yeah. tip this person. But he had come back so many times and he had dealt with all of our frustration and anxiety about not having air conditioning in July. And so and I didn't have any cash on me. So I asked him if I could send him a tip by some other means. Mm-hmm. And he was like a little taken aback by it, but he was not going to turn it down. Right. He but was what like, other means? Uh, I PayPal'd him. Oh. I PayPal'd him 50 bucks.
3: Cool. But should I have done that? Yeah, I think that? stuff like that, you know, like a bottle of wine or something is nice. I think, look, when in doubt, like tip, I, I side with Nicole here. Like, you know, it, it can never hurt. Like, cable repair people generally know, but if they're really awesome and they make your life, you know, a 20 bucks, like, hey, get yourself lunch on me today is sort of, I, I, I don't think you could ever go wrong with tipping unless you're in a country where it's like highly offensive. Or like food Japan. or
0: like pizza or just, yeah, a you general, know, like the Amazon nice delivery thing.
3: people, I didn't have money the one day and, they were, it was sweltering New York City day, and I just gave him, like... I was like, what fresh beverages do you want from my fridge? And yeah. he was like, yeah, man, thank you. So, yeah. Do you tip your Amazon delivery people, too? I give
0: them water all the time, and I have actually a whole carton of Kind snacks, Kind yeah. bars that I don't eat myself, but everybody loves Kind bars.
1: Brian, you had mentioned going to other countries where there is no tipping culture. Do you, for both of you, do you ever tip anyway because it, I, it doesn't feel comfortable I not do. to I do
3: my we just launched the point sky UK in April and I go out and I will tip bars and like they're like stop doing that like you're not supposed to do that because barmen are paid well and it's mm-hmm. like a good job and I mean they always take it by the way but right. um yeah I, I've been so programmed you know in Madrid like you tip like 1 or 2 euros on a bill and it's like oh it's a really great nice way of saying thank you and I'm like I gave a 21 on like a six-person dinner and my friend was freaking out they're like that they've never seen that before i'm trying to think of ways in
1: which tipping and points might intersect here's a possible one so because of your points or miles or whatever you've gotten something for free but there is still somebody who is servicing you for that thing that is free Mm. do you pay them even more than they normally would get. Well,
3: well, this is a great, because if you have a hotel elite status, you get, a lot of hotels will give you free breakfast buffet. So it's, and they'll come up, you can order whatever you want. They'll take everything off of your bill. Um, In which case, I think, you know, as a general rule of thumb, always tip on what the total value of like the meal was, even if it's comped as part of your elite status. Um, So yes, I think you should tip even more, like in um, hotel club lounges or airline lounges, tip the bartender, um, although you don't tip the waitress or waiters who clean your tables yeah. that, that I've seen. Do you think those people expect to get tipped? Like if you're working a bar, like a regular
1: bar in New York City, you expect to get tipped. What about working at an airport? Because I, I was just sitting at an airport bar at 6 a.m., mind you, mm-hmm. and people were still ordering drinks, which is kind of insane. And um, I, most people were not tipping.
3: Yeah. I don't think they expect it, but I think if you're going to have a couple drinks, even if you just give five bucks like before you go, I think it's totally fine. I think it's like a nice—I think those employees are generally pretty decently paid. Mm.
0: I think everyone won't but take just it.
3: not flight attendants. You know, it's, it's kind of rude to oh. tip flight attendants. The best way to tip flight attendants is to, after the flight, put in— an email saying so-and-so was really, really um good. And a lot of them, especially when you're flying first class, a lot of them will have forms. Take five minutes and just fill out hmm. the form. Ask them, say, hey, look, thank you so much. Today was a great flight. And um, a lot of them, it gets put on their record. It's a really big... The best tip you can give a flight attendant is to send it in uh, formal feedback.
0: Huh. And or Toblerone. Yeah, or Toblerone. <laughs> I, was, oh, I was holding on to that joke. So who else should you not tip? Who is it taboo to tip? Like, I think... First responders, doctors, your kids, teachers—I think that's considered a bribe, right? You well, can't tip postmen oh, yeah. and women. No,
1: no, the, the postman, the, the postmen and women solicit it.
3: Yeah, they really? solicit it. Oh yeah, I put
0: in like a chocolate thing around, oh, or no, like the- a candy thing around the holidays. Oh, around the
3: holidays, maybe, I always maybe you get, thought like, it a- was like a spiked chocolate or something. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that Nicole. Should- you
1: can you can give them money. <laughs> well, they ask
3: for yeah, it. Yeah, they, I- they do actually. Yeah, the mail carrier. Uh, yeah. I know. Growing up, we always they would always put it in the newspaper carrier. They'll give you
1: a card with an SASE. Like it just shows up in your mail. I get it every year. I never check mail anymore. So. So I have very rarely tipped above and beyond for the express purpose of getting like a sweet service sweet deal right like the way the kind of vegas example
0: yeah, i can't but, ma- imagine you doing that no offense jason i yeah, love no, you I, so much but, but
3: like, they you, know you they, don't have not, game that way they, they used to, if you <laughs> want to do it you take your credit card and your license and you put the crisp folded bill in between huh? what yeah so that when you give it because there's cameras everywhere and so like oh the front desk agents are supposed to know to like pull your card down to look at it, and then they take the bill so it's like very not it's like obvious. a sleight of wow. hand wow yeah. that's
1: a, like a that's a hot thing. tip right there yeah uh I so the the reason I don't do it, though, is not because I'm being cheap, but because I feel extremely awkward handing someone a bunch of money yeah. with the expectation that they're going to do something for yeah. me like that is a weird exchange. But I have to say I did it once not long ago. My wife and I were in Miami and we were staying at a. A hotel on the beach, and uh, we we tipped the chair guy really well. Yeah. I can't remember what we gave him, like, I don't know, more yeah. than 20 bucks, yeah. whatever it was. And that dude took took care of us for yeah. days, like, it he got make... us
3: the best chair for days. And these people have power, a lot mm-hmm. of these people, like, you know, they have power over our experience, and that's why, like, tipping something small like that, like to make your vacation amazing for three days or something, you know, that's like that's winning.
0: Yeah, the ROI is, yeah,
3: the ROI is, is high. Um, all right, Brian, before we let you go, what hot tip do you have for us uh, about traveling? Um, My tip is to maximize your points when giving tips and pretty much spending your money on anything else. The, The credit card markets are still really hot, so... You know, get the cards that reward you the most for your everyday spend.
1: Yeah. Well, Brian, the thing I would like you to do is to campaign for getting more points for the tip. Right. I think that would be awesome. That mm. would be that would be like the uh, charitable giving deduction. Mm. It, but in this case, it's uh, double points on anything you tip. But so, how does
0: that work if you're saying that the tip should like be a, included?
1: Well, oh, uh, but we don't oh, live. Uh, you found th- holes in his argument. That's true. Until we change the world to my and Brian's viewpoint. Or you're left out. He sided with me on the ideal world. But we're not in an ideal world. But we're building an ideal world. (laughs) Brian Kelly, the points guy, thank you for helping us build an ideal world. Yes.
3: Thanks for having me and safe travels.
1: Oh, thank you. So I'm coming off of my high of being agreed with. I loved that idea of giving like Toblerones to people and you just make their lives better and you'll get perhaps a little something else, but also the idea of opening up doors to the world because you slip somebody a 20 between your credit card and your license or whatever, I, that is actually kind of appealing.
0: That's cool. I feel like that's like a magician's sleight of hand type of thing. You really have to work on that to nail that and get it right. But I think that he's absolutely right. I mean, people want to work for and with and work harder for people they like. And when you bring chocolate places, yeah. people like
1: you. Because sometimes it's not just about money sometimes it's just about being nice which is your argument always so that is my tip to you I feel like that's
0: also a gift have I swayed you on the gift giving thing too because I feel like Toblerone is a little gift
1: for people nope different episode different argument Eh. still a curmudgeon still a curmudgeon but I do like chocolate And that
0: is Hush Money.
1: Hey, are you subscribed to Hush Money wherever you get your podcasts? You should be. And please give us a rating, which helps others find the show.
0: It sure does. And if you want to keep up with us on social, I'm at Nicole Lappin. Jason is at Hey Pfeiffer. And for the podcast specifically, it's at Hush Money Podcast on Instagram.
1: We've got great people to thank. Our amazing producer is Christina Everett. Thanks also to Mangesh Hatikador, Will Pearson, Beth Ann Macaluso, and Nikki Etor, and the rest of the great iHeart team. Our sound editing is by Mary Duke.
0: And a special thanks to my badass NBG team: Sabrina Anderson, Megan Nelson, and Kate Garrison.